Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Thank all of you for being here. Uh, it's a beautiful day in Tennessee, and we and I am so honored and blessed to be with you today. I look forward to this time every single week, as uh, I know Ken and Johanna do as well. Um, you know, some of the things that we talk about on this program, um, some are more complicated than others. Some are more technical and scientific than others. Some are harder to kind of grasp and get your head around than others. Uh, in my experience, the one we're talking about today is one of the easier ones to really grasp and integrate into your life. In fact, as I used to work with this in counseling and therapy, um, I would experience this one a lot of times kind of like a, a, a switch flipping where, you know, sometimes almost the snap of the fingers. Once I, I had explained this, a client had it, and they said, wow, I never thought of it that way. And 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 they would leave my office and change their life and it was really wonderful and 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 you know everybody was like man that i didn't know it could be that simple doesn't mean it's easy but simple um the title of this one who do you need to make happy and so many of the people who've come to me over the years in counseling and the healing codes, uh, as friends, family, you name it, uh, that's what they're really looking for. They're looking to be happy, okay? And, and they're trying different things in their life uh, to see, okay, will this one make me happy? I think this one will make me happy. So they go after that one. Will that one make me Ah, well, I did really do it. Okay, how about this one? Will that one make me, you know? And, and some people spend their whole life doing that, and it's kind of, that's kind of sad to me. Um, but I think this is a, a very important, even critical issue in our lives. And most of what the experts teach, uh, in, in at least the things I've read and most of them that I've talked to, and I know quite a number of them now, is kind of that model, you know, this is what you need to make you happy, you know. You need the new car, and here's how to get the car. You need the money, and here's how to get the money, okay? Well, if you hadn't figured that out by now, that's, the great majority of that is a load of baloney, okay? And, and that's evidenced to me great, to the greatest degree by so many of those experts that I know who teach those things are not happy themselves, I'll never forget speaking at one um, very large um, uh, program that I, quite quite frankly, was kind of surprised to be invited to, 
because I was very obviously low man on the totem pole as far as, you know, kind of being known and that sort of thing. And um, this person who I'd had a great deal of respect for to that point went out and spoke and did an incredible job speaking, and while they were speaking were just, oh, man, I just felt like, wow, this is great stuff, man. I was making notes, and I need to do this in my life and whatever. And they got backstage, you know, and 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 I was absolutely blown away, almost literally speechless, and could not believe what I was witnessing person came backstage, went off to a place where they felt like nobody could hear them, uh, looked at their phone where they had obviously had a message or a text, called someone back, and started just cussing somebody up one side and down the other. I mean, just ripping them to shreds. I mean, you couldn't have been any meaner and more unkind if you had tried over new tile being installed in their house. And evidently it was the wrong tile or something, but I mean, went totally 180 degrees the opposite of what they had just been out there on the stage teaching, okay? So I think the first thing we have to do is is see how we're defining happiness. And I am absolutely not talking about your external circumstances being pleasurable to you right now in a way that may go away and change five minutes, five hours, or five days from now based on your external circumstances changing. I am not talking about that. I don't believe that is really true happiness, okay? I believe the internal circumstances, how you are regardless of your external circumstances, is really true happiness. And I want to share with you an old parable that I heard back when I was a boy, okay? And, and this is ironic to me because I used it in a sermon that I preached one time when I was probably in my early 20s. And so I obviously understood it. The reason it's funny to me is because I was not at all living it at that point, even though I, I used it to, to speak and try to teach others. Uh, great, right? Trying to teach something that you're not living, kind of like the guy who started cussing people out backstage. But anyway, it goes something like this. A wise old man comes to a young child and says, are you happy? And the child thinks about it and says, you know, I think I'll be happy when I'm older, you know? People kind of treat me like a baby all the time, and I'm not a baby anymore. So when I get older and, and people don't see me as just a little kid, um, I think I, that that's when I'll be happy. So the old man comes back when um, the child is older, maybe 12, 13, whatever. Are you happy? And the young man says, you know, 
I think I'll be happy when I can drive and when I'm in high school and I've got a little more freedom and I'm dating and all that sort of thing. The old man, you know, lovingly smiles and nods, comes back when the child is 18 years old, driving, dating. Are you happy? child says, you know, boy, I, I, I really am not crazy about school and my parents still don't treat me like a man, and um, I can't wait to get out on my own, you know, whether that's college or starting a career. So the old man comes back to the young adult. Are you happy? The response is, you know, um, boy, this is hard. Uh, you know, I've got to, I've got to have a job and make money and. I think I'll be happy when I'm married and have my own house and I'm out of school or, or, or I'm, you know, a little more stable. So the old man comes back then. Are you happy? Boy, these kids are a lot of work. Man, we just don't have time to do anything anymore, and it seems like we're always fighting uphill financially. You know, I'll be happy when things are more stable financially. And when our kids are a little bit older and we can actually do fun stuff with them, you know, and all that, the old man comes back and and the young man says, you know, I'll be, I'll be happy. This is so hard. I just can't wait to retire. And then I can do what I want to do. So one last time the old man comes back when the old man now, is in the rocking chair on the porch. Are you happy, sir? And there's a smile on the face of the old man and a little bit of longing in his eyes. And his response comes back, I sure would be happy if I was young again. And, you know, I think that is a pretty interesting picture of how most of us live our lives. And I know I did for so much of my life. And so we try this circumstance and that circumstance and this new thing and that new thing, trying to see what will make me happy. Well... I believe that to be happy, you have to help someone else be happy, and that that actually may be the quickest road to being happy. Most of you know my story of Hope and I, and that Hope kicked me out of the house a little less than three years after we had been married, said she couldn't stand to live with me anymore. I had I had kind of a spiritual experience over those next number of weeks and couple of months, and um, I felt like God really showed me that not only did I not love hope, but I didn't even know what love is, and 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 God sort of taught me that over those next few weeks, and it changed me, and all of a sudden I started looking at hope in a way I had not looked at her before. And it was really without regard 
to her making me happy, which is how I had always done it, largely unconsciously. You know, it, it just came naturally, you know, is, is, uh, is hope. Uh, you know, pardon my, my subject matter here, but this is a part of everyone's life. Uh, is hope having sex with me as much as I want? Um, is she, you know, watching and going to sports things with me as much as I want? Is she fixing, is she cooking things the way I like? Is she, you know, is she doing what will make me happy, you know? Well, all that went out the window. And for me, I didn't care about that anymore. I honestly didn't. I loved her, and I wanted to help her be happy. And she would say later that the first time she looked in my eyes, she knew I was not the same man, and she was right. I'd been changed by love. I now felt loved, knew what love was, was committed to live in love as best I could. Nobody does it perfectly, and I certainly don't, but as best as I could. And so I started naturally acting toward her in a very different way. It wasn't with a lot of effort. It, in fact, I would I would say it was almost effortless, okay? And before I knew it, she was looking back at me with a love in her eyes for me that I had never experienced before from her. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? That made me really, really happy. Seeing my wife look at me that way, seeing the love for me in her eyes, made me so happy, and it still does today, and it has ever since. But you see, I never would have experienced that. If I had had the business deal marriage, I'll do this for you if you do this for me, which is all about external circumstances and me getting what I want and feel like I need in order for me to be happy. Okay? just won't work that way. So, I ask you to, today and this week as you sit under your tree and pray and meditate and think about your life, who do you need to make happy? And yes, the answer can be yourself. And, and, and let me tell you my two cents on that one, okay? And for, the, for, and for me, this one happened before uh, Tracy did. Okay. If if I decide, you know what, I'm going to for, kind of forget about my happiness, or, or or I believe that the best thing I can do for my happiness is to be pleasing to God. So, God, what do you want me to do about? Hope, what do you want me to do about George? What do you want me to do about Harry? What do you want me to do about the healing codes as a company? Okay, what do you want? And and I want to please you, okay? Well, I believe that God is love. 
you know, I do love on good days and good hours, but he is love. And and the love that I do or experience comes from him. So if I make it my goal to be pleasing to God, you know what I experienced happening before long? I was seeing myself through God's eyes and his love for me, which is what originally transformed me. And it was on the basis of that that Hope said, the first time I looked in your eyes, I knew you were not the same man. So, yes, it can be making yourself happy by choosing in everything you do to be pleasing to God. Okay? If you don't believe in God, then then maybe say the, the loving thing to do in the, in the present moment. Okay? Um, it's interesting to me that when I did uh, some research a while back, looking for, um, based on actual research, hard research, the, the happiest countries whose people are the happiest in the world, what I found is that the people who were the happiest in the world were the people who had the least as far as external circumstances. Countries in Africa, where they, they're known for uh, having lots of people that are starving to death, were the happiest countries in the world based on the actual research. Well, how could that be? It could be because their focus is not on the external stuff. They don't have any of that anyway. Their focus is on relationships. And ladies and gentlemen, that is what makes you happy. So, as you're sitting under your tree this week, who do you need to make happy? Make a list. And how will you do it? Develop a plan. Okay? What what makes that person's eyes light up? What is that person passionate about? When that person talks about just stuff that they really, really love or like or enjoy or whatever, what is it they're talking about? And, and how can you give them some of that or or bring some of that to reality or, or, or just let them talk about it? Sometimes just talking about it. It's such a blessing. I remember early in our marriage when Hope and I would have um, uh, marriage problems and communication problems and stuff like that. I always wanted to swoop in with an answer and fix it, which is kind of a guy thing. So many of the time, so much of the time, she just wanted me to listen. She just wanted me to really be quiet, hear her understand, be there with her, support her, okay? Sometimes it's not about swooping in. Just talk and communicate in kindness and love and truth, okay? And then put the plan into action. 
You can do it one at a time. If you've got, let's say you have five people that you say, you know what, these are the five people that I would love to help be happy or more happy in their lives. Okay? Great. Write a list under each one of them. John, here's here's my plan for helping John be more happy, making John more happy or happy if he's not. Mary, Pete, Jane, and about every one of them, write why you want to make them happy or help them be more happy. You can't really make anybody be happy, okay? That's an internal thing. But you can help by loving them, caring about them, like like I did with Hope and like I do with Harry and George and other people in my life now, okay? So what what is it that they love, and what is your plan for bringing more of that into their life? without regard for what do I get out of it. Just your reward is just seeing their face and eyes light up. But you know what will happen? Okay? You will see their eyes turn to you with love they have in their eyes for you. And that will create a happiness in you that running all over the planet for the next 30 years and trying thing after thing after thing will probably never accomplish. And if you make that kind of your divine hobby to always be working to help someone else be happy or happier in their life. If you do that, make that your, this is my thing, this is what I'm going to be about, and you do that 10, 20, 30, 40 years, <laughs> you are going to be the old man in the ro- or the old lady in the rocking chair at retirement with the old wise man saying, are you happy? And your response being, you better believe I am. I never imagined I could be this happy. I have so many people that I love and that love me. Man, my life is awesome. Couldn't wish for more. That's what I plan to have happen when I'm in that rocking chair, although I don't really ever plan to be in a rocking chair. Um... And that's what I hope for you, too, and wish and pray. And you can do it, starting today. Where does it start? Who can I help be more happy today? And start doing it. Thank you.